A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. At that time, Jesus left Samaria for Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his native place. When he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, since they had seen all he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they themselves had gone to the feast. Then he returned to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. Now there was a royal official whose son was ill in Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son who was near death. Jesus said to him, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The royal official said to him, sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, you may go, your son will live. The man believed what Jesus said to him and left. While the man was on his way back, his slaves met him and told him that his boy would live. He asked them when he began to recover. They told him the fever left him yesterday about one in the afternoon. The father realized that just at that time, Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And he and his whole household came to believe. Now this was the second sign Jesus did when he came to Galilee from Judea. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So it's one week ago that all of our public masses were canceled. And yesterday I was truly edified as I was scrolling through my Facebook feed at all of the different things that my brother priests are doing. <clears throat> I could kind of scroll through and see bunches of different masses playing in my feed. I also saw families who had set aside sacred spaces in their homes and were posting tips on the best way to keep their kids engaged. And it was truly edifying. And yet at the same time, it cast a light on a real grief that results from separation. And it casts light on a true sense of isolation that, that many of us are experiencing right now. And in the midst of that, there is a calling to have a deeper faith in what our Lord can do. A faith that he can do for us just as he did for The royal official in today's gospel who goes to him and says, Sir, come down before my child dies. I need you to come and be with him. 
I need you to be present with him in the same room. And our Lord simply says to him, you may go, your, your, your son will live. And he's able to heal that son even from a distance. He's able to touch that child's life even from a distance, even without being physically present to him. He's able to do that because he wills it. And he can do the same thing for each and every one of us. He can act even when He's not physically present to us. Even when we cannot receive him sacramentally in the Eucharist, we can receive him spiritually. St. Thomas Aquinas said about spiritual communion, he said, some people receive sacramentally, but not spiritually. Some people receive physically, but not spiritually. And some receive spiritually and not physically. And some receive both. And while the best thing, the greatest union we have, is when we receive him spiritually and physically, when we receive him sacramentally in the truest sense of the term sacramental. There is still this great good that we have when, when we receive him spiritually into our hearts. When we recognize in the midst of our grief in the midst of our isolation, in the midst of our loneliness, a greater need to go to him and allow him to be our comforter. In these days, there is an invitation to a purification of our faith and, and the challenge to truly believe the words that we pray. And that he will be faithful in responding and the opening prayer for today's Mass, the prayer also was striking. O God, who renew the world through mysteries beyond all telling, grant we pray that your church may be guided by your eternal design and not deprived of your help in this present age. That your church may be guided by your eternal design and not be deprived of your help in this present age. And how much more... Do those words mean to us as we pray that we won't be deprived of his help in this present age? As we ask him to bring healing 
to many who are sick as we ask him to be effective in our lives even when he cannot be present in the way that we're used to. And so today let us pray that we remain mindful of the fact that our Lord is present to us. That in the gift of time that we have, we slow down enough to reflect on his presence to us. And that he will bring healing. He will bring transformation. He will bring peace to our hearts, to our families, and to our church. And let us pray together the prayer of spiritual communion. Lord Jesus Christ, although I cannot now receive you in the most holy sacrament of the altar, I ask you to come spiritually into my heart and abide with me forever. You in me and I in thee, in time and in eternity.